0: Hello, friends. I'm Brian Gallagher, and I want to welcome you back to Dogs, the podcast for everyday runners like you and me. My lovely guest today is Jordan McMeans. Jordan is a graduate or not a graduate student. He's a senior at Villanova University, where he's the former president of the club running team. In his time at Villanova, Jordan has tackled the half and full marathon, setting a personal best of 229. Jordan is also famous on TikTok for his viral TikTok videos of both running and oats, and he has recently been doing a lot of work with Hoka. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm living the dream, which I actually, I hate that I just said that because I saw a meme the other day, and it was like any white person, when you ask them how they're doing, quote, living the dream. So
1: the American dream, it's working, it's working magic for... Your people,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm. I hope it will work magic for everyone, but yeah. Period. So what's up? Like, what's new with Jordan McNeens? I haven't seen you in quite a while.
1: You know, it's so lovely to see your face. Um, but I just got back to Villanova like a week ago, or I guess two weeks ago now. And then we had a giant surge in COVID cases, and then. Um, we basically have a bunch of new restrictions, but I'm healthy. All my roommates are healthy, so it's fine. I'm happy to be back. Um, but yeah, I'm just ready to start the, my last semester, which is insane. But
0: speaking of uh, COVID and also your last semester, well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with COVID. I think I saw you on Strava where you were doing all your runs on like a t- tiny little loop that was like a kilometer long
1: yeah what do you mean yesterday or do you mean um when i was locked in COVID jail
0: uh i think when you were locked in COVID jail why did you do that yesterday too
1: yeah i did that yesterday because there was like a snowstorm here and so i ran like a 1200 meter loop um around my part of campus for 18 miles but what you're talking about is when i was locked in a hotel um for quarantine and I was only allowed to use the parking lot for running
0: oh my but you're, god. A bit,
1: you're a bit generous with the loop size because the loop size was 0.27 miles
0: oh my god
1: it was I wish it was a thousand meters I wish I could say that but no it was like a quarter mile a little bit over a quarter mile
0: was it at least like I can't remember was it at least like nice like rounded off turns or just like square right angles
1: <laughs> I was basically like doing kind of like an infinity sign and like mm. forcing a curve because really the parking lot was shaped like a rectangle basically Ooh. and like weirdly disjointed and there was like a statue in a part of it but you know I got by I got some good mileage weeks around that little thing so this yeah is I a feel podcast,
0: like so. didn't, didn't you do like 80 or 90 miles like around that or yeah,
1: something I, I did do like a little bit over 80 miles the second week the first week I was a little bit weaker and I took like a day off. Um, I think that was like 70, but you know, I had to stay sane somehow.
0: So yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's really impressive. I don't know if I would have the mental steel to do that. Um, so you're back at school now. I love your dorm room decor. You have, what is that? Is that Starry Night and Cardi B? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm a, um, a connoisseur of the arts. So I have, Cardi B and yeah, that's that's Starry Night. You got it. Um, or no, that's not Starry Night. It's something else. It's one of it's one of his. Um, yeah,
0: it's it's a Van Gogh. Yeah, I yeah. love the yeah, I love the dichotomy of Cardi B and Van Gogh. Exactly,
1: I like to keep it fresh and diverse.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you're really representing like both, like both. I don't even know, just like both like extremes of art. <laughs> So what um so what what do you have going on? I know you're going to law school in the fall at Columbia, I think, right?
1: So I haven't I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to Columbia yet. I'm still waiting to hear back from Harvard, which should be soon, but if I get into Harvard, I'm going to go there. And
0: <laughs> casual. <laughs> you
1: know, I feel always pretentious saying that, but that's the only one I'm waiting to hear back from still. So we'll see. I mean, it's been a really long process with this law school stuff. I mean, I applied like in the middle of October and I've just been getting some of my decisions back now. Um,
0: wow. Yeah, that is long.
1: And a lot of anxiety about that, but I'm really happy with the options I have so far, of course. Um, but yeah, so we'll see.
0: Lots well, exciting stuff. Congratulations. I remember talking to you over the summer about like what you were thinking of doing law school wise. So I'm glad that, I mean, it sounds like you're you know you have a lot of options in front of you which is always like honestly I I would say the word more than anything is probably relieving mm-hmm.
1: yeah absolutely I feel like when I got into like the first couple I was like such so relieved and now like every time I get into another school it's just like icing on the cake of life because I'm just like I've I mean my options are so good now like I could literally go to like put my deposit on on Columbia today if I wanted to. And that would be an amazing option. So exactly, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. Working,
1: out, it's working out. We are
0: Ivy League king.
1: Period. Me and Sam leading. <laughs>
0: yeah, Exactly. So now why are you going to law school when you're a, a certified influencer?
1: That is like so funny because literally people were commenting when I like did my TikTok about getting into Columbia, people were commenting and they were like, I thought you were going to be a professional runner. And I was thought that was hilarious because I was like, you guys have no idea how good like these like runners <laughs> are in comparison to me. Um, but yeah, the, in, like the influencer, whatever stuff is like so fun, but I don't know. I don't really see it as a big part of um, actually, I don't know. I guess I'll keep doing it for as long as I can, but going to law school and like social justice stuff is stuff that I'm like really passionate about.
0: And I'm hoping for sure. To be-
1: do a good job at it
0: yeah definitely much more yeah i mean not to like shit on influencers but yeah like like social justice is a much more meaningful life pursuit than tiktok
1: oh i'd say so and who knows how how long tiktok will even continue to exist
0: that's true yeah
1: i've been on rocky footing for quite some time
0: you have or tiktok has tiktok Oh yeah. Yeah. I think
1: it's fine, but TikTok is like always in a fight. So
0: that's true. Yeah. They've, I feel like, I mean, maybe now that Trump is out of office, like the U S government will stop trying to just squash them, but who knows? So how did you, how'd you get into that?
1: Um, well, it started when I got kicked off of campus la- well we all did not just like me specifically because of mm-hmm. covid um last spring and then I went home and my brother was like really into tiktok already he's 16 so he was way ahead of the game on it and then I just started like making really stupid tiktoks I had nothing to do with like anything just like meme tiktoks and they got like literally no views and then I decided I was just gonna start making like uh, random TikToks like all day long while I was home doing literally nothing and then I think I made like a bowl of oatmeal or something and like screamed about it and then that (laughs) TikTok got like a quarter million views and that was really like the start of it and then I started doing a lot of running and oat stuff and now here we are um, almost a year later now but yeah I kind of started accidentally Like, whenever anyone says anything about me being TikTok famous, I'm, like, it was an accident. Like, I have no advice on how to make it happen. Like, (laughs) it wasn't on purpose.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that because I I asked you about it, and you were, like, I honestly don't know. Like, it just happened one day. (laughs) So how many followers do you have now?
1: I have, like, 85,000. I'm honestly not really growing anymore, but that's fine. I gained, like, all my 85,000 in, like, a couple of months. And then it kind of just, like leveled off but i feel like just like my niche has found me and that's just where we're like staying like yeah, i up yeah. and down a little bit but
0: you've saturated the uh the running slash oat community
1: yeah i've taken it all up there's nothing more to i don't think there's anyone more to give unless i start to like read like do other things on tiktok which i don't really want to do um yeah like eighty five thousand is consistent so that's good
0: well you're not gonna start doing like dance videos or anything
1: I dance once in a while but it's usually like running
0: something oh yeah no I know yeah yeah
1: get a couple dances in there
0: you gotta start you gotta start getting in on like all the you gotta like who's that one girl who like every single video of her is like she does like the same dance in every single video you know what I'm talking about
1: um you might be are you talking about like charlie d'amelio
0: maybe i don't know
1: maybe she does similar dances and they always get like um 40 million views which is iconic so good for her
0: yeah i mean if i'm being honest the only reason i downloaded tiktok in the first place was to watch your tiktoks (laughs) so and i mean i definitely like i wouldn't say i'm like big on tiktok but i probably spend like i don't know maybe like 20 30 minutes a week just like scrolling through and seeing what there is it's kind of it i feel like it has the same energy as vine
1: It does. It's literally, it's like Vine 2.0, except it's better. And you saying 20, 30 minutes a week, like literally brought a tear to my eye because I think my screen time on TikTok is literally like five to six hours in a week, which is like.
0: Yeah, but that's an, that's an income stream for you. True enough. That's a part-time job. Yeah.
1: It really is. Aside from you, you will.
0: Yeah, exactly. So how did, how did you, um, I mean, I know this story, but the listeners don't. How did you get started with Hoka, and sort of what has that been like? Because I know I saw you on the Carbon X live stream, and I've I know you did a Q and A maybe with like Sage Canada and a few other people. So yeah, what has that been like?
1: It's been it's been really fun. It started um, so. I'm like been a big fan of Hoka before any of this happened. And I just posted like a lot of video and running content like wearing Hoka shoes. And so they reached out to me, I think through Instagram and wanted to set up a meeting with me. So I met with like the social media um, representatives from Hoka and we just chatted a little bit. And then we did like um, some TikTok collabs like reviewing shoes and doing like unboxings of some merch and then they brought me on to like an Instagram live series where I talked to Sage Canada, Um, I talked to Tyler Day and I talked to um, LaToya. LaToya, is that her name?
0: I yeah. think so. Yeah. I remember, I watched that one. I remember.
1: So those were all really fun. And then, like you said, I was just on um, the Carbon X live stream for like a couple minutes to chat with, uh, chat with the people about the race. That was really exciting race. They sent me, those shoes um they sent me two pairs actually i mm. quite like them a lot um they sent me like a cool glass box that i had to like smash for a tiktok like, whole thing. <laughs> um but the first box arrived broken which was like really disappointing Oops. and I, remember, I was confused because they kept emailing me and they were like tell us when the box gets there and like make sure the box is okay and i was like i don't get it like why would it not be okay and so UPS <laughs> package has arrived and I emailed them and I was like, Oh, the package is here. Everything's fine while I'm at work. So I'm just assuming in my head that it's fine. I'm like, it's just a shoe box. And so then I get home and I open it and I have to immediately email them. I'm like, just kidding. It's actually not. Okay. The box is like completely shattered. Then <laughs> they sent me a new one. Um, so that was- <laughs> hey,
0: why did you send me a box full of broken glass and a pair yeah, of
1: shoes? <laughs> shattered glass? like the entire thing was like shattered um that was really disturbing when I opened it but
0: (laughs) I I, can imagine
1: yeah I was like because I just didn't even know it was coming like that at all but it was sugar glass apparently um which they told me like a couple days later and then I tried it um was it good no
0: Mm.
1: um it's definitely not made for consumption but my sister did eat like a good chunk of it (laughs) but
0: yeah it's pretty funny
1: the people there are really nice. Um, yeah, it's been good.
0: That's awesome. So what, what is your, uh, your handle so that people can follow you?
1: Um, my handle on everything is my name, Jordan McMeans on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything, all the socials. I'm on every single one and it's all the same. It's just my name. Yeah.
0: Well, that's easy to remember. Um, so what, so you mentioned you were at work. What, uh, what do you, what do you have? Cooking on the uh, the career front right now. Aside from, of course, being the most famous running slash oat person on TikTok,
1: <laughs> I um, so I during break I went back to the law firm I had interned at over the summer, and I was working like half time um, there. And I'm basically just like a general assistant to anyone who needs anything from me. Um, I cover the phone when the receptionist is on lunch and I just have my little like receptionist moment and I sit down there and welcome everybody. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. I did that this summer, this past summer as well. But that was, that's where I was at the time when the box arrived.
0: Oh my God. So wait, so what do you, when you answer the phone, what do you say? I want to hear your customer service voice.
1: I say Bailey and Hirschman, this is Jordan. And then they're usually just like, I need to speak to," And I'm like, okay, one second. And then I just transfer them. Um, or they'll start saying some nonsense. And I'm like, sorry, who do you want to talk to? Because I don't know anything. And then they tell me, so.
0: It's funny, cause I, I did like, so I, I worked at Tracksmith for a while. And when I used to work in the store, if I, we had a store phone and like a Tracksmith customer service phone. And if the customer service phone rang, I did like exactly the same thing. I would pick it up and I would go, hi, like you've reached Tracksmith. This is Brian. How can I help you? And then they'd say like, you know, whatever they want. And I'd be like, okay, let me transfer you beep. And then I'd like (laughs) just throw it back
1: down. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always emphasizing. I'm like, I am not an information source. I'm just here to transfer the call. I don't know anything.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you heaven forbid you get in a situation with someone who's like, Yeah. Like, you know, I like my, my files for this deposition, like never arrived, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And you're like, I don't know where they are. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So I have to ask, um, you and I know each other through running camp uh, and at running camp, you are known as sort of the, the, the resident uh, owner of hot takes. So I need to ask, do you have any hot takes right now? They could be running related or they could be non-running related. Um, I'm sure you have. I, I mean, I know you have at least one.
1: I have like a, lots of different takes. Um, first of all, you know, I not this conversation is kind of dying out. But I remember you. I used to get so annoyed about everyone that came for like the Vaporfly. And I don't know if that's controversial anymore, but I love that shoe. I think that shoe is an expert of design and i just cannot hear um any opinions to the contrary um i don't think it's cheating i love the shoe and i will race in it again probably that's number one
0: i completely agree wait which yeah but also which well i mean yeah i have my i don't even i can't remember what they're called but i have my like adidas version of them as well yeah because that's
1: what i'm saying i'm like all of you guys were just mad because you didn't have it yet and now everybody's quiet there's no back talk anymore now that everybody has a similar design so just, Yeah,
0: exactly. Everyone's just debating about like, oh, can we have 38 millimeters of foam or 40? Absolutely. But which which one would you say is your favorite? Because I know there's the original Vaporfly, the Flyknit, the Next Percent, the I don't even know because I've I've honestly yeah. to be completely like frank, I have never actually run in Vaporflies. I've only run in Zoom yeah, But yeah, which have, one's your favorite?
1: I have the um... And i think i just have the next person i have the next percent in pink and green mm, yeah um, and i like them a lot and i also have like carp like four different carbon plated hoka shoes that are really good too um but yeah that's that take and then i think my other biggest hot take running related would be that like let's run.com i literally cannot stand <laughs> like i will <laughs> literally like i would have a conversation with people that run that like right now today and be like why are you letting it be such a cesspool i hate if i was running that it would not be like that i hate let's run.com
0: it's it's funny you say that because michael and i were just on let's run earlier and um we were looking there's a thread about apparently colleen quigley and shelby hulahan have unfollowed each other on instagram which is yeah, well, so the hot drama is because Colleen Quigley just left the Bowerman Track Club. So people are, some people are saying like, oh, like maybe there's beef. But um, there's like a thread on this and it quickly devolved into like just a bunch of people just like calling each other names <laughs> and like not even talking about the topic at hand.
1: It's horrible. But yeah.
0: It is, yeah, I mean, it's terrible, but I, I have to admit it is a great way to keep, finger on the pulse of what's going on in the sport
1: yeah that's true I just wish it weren't so toxic and problematic
0: but yeah oh definitely it's I I can I definitely like I check it I had a time when I used to check it like pretty much every day just like see what the top like things on the front page were but I'm down to like once a week because I just can't it's just too much it is do you have non-running hot takes?
1: Do I have non-running hot takes? Um, I have a lot of takes about a lot of things. I'm trying to think of one that's like relevant or to my daily life. Um,
0: just if, if you, just anything like that, some, that somebody should know. If, if no, like somebody who doesn't know Jordan McMeans, what would be like the hot take that you would, would tell them?
1: um I think well I think when people say you know there's some people that say like there's no such thing as a stupid question I think that's ridiculous (laughs) I in fact think that I think that most questions are stupid actually Uh,
0: (laughs) I agree that's a great take
1: yeah that's like probably that's the take that like came to mind right now for some reason that's so funny The not are actually stupid so I don't know why people say that
0: That's oh my god! That's so you too, because I feel like I definitely remember like sometime at camp, like somebody came up to you and we were we were standing like probably like fifteen or twenty feet away from the auditorium, and some kid was like, "Where's the auditorium?" and you like looked at them and you were like, "Where do you think?" (laughs)
1: Literally, campers are so cute with their little questions, their little stupid questions.
0: Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So Villanova is in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Tell me a little bit about what running in Philly is like. Do you ever cross paths with like Philly Runner Track Club and slash or Sam Lighting or anything like that?
1: Um, so Villanova is kind of like, it's like known kind of as a Philly school, except to people who are actually at Philly schools. And they say we're not a Philly school because we're actually in like a suburb outside of Philly, but we're like very close. But um so I basically run like in suburbia. The running is pretty nice. It's really hilly, um, but you know that builds character. Exactly. There is like a trail system that kind of connects where I am to like the center of the city on the Schuylkill Trail, which I know Sam does like the majority of his runs on because I see it on Strava all the mm-hmm. time. But unfortunately, I've never crossed, I've never crossed paths with him running yet. We were trying to plan to go on a run like last semester and then it just never ended up like making sense with like the current state of the world. But hopefully I'm hoping to um, get a run in with him soon. I hope.
0: Yeah. I feel like if you guys don't get in a run while you both live in Philly, that's like, that's sort of like a sad, hmm?
1: it'd be tragic.
0: Yeah, exactly. It would be a a missed connection. So you ever, do you ever run up the steps uh, like Rocky and, you do all your training runs in like a, a gray sweatsuit while I have the tiger place. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, I think I've, I don't know if I've ever run up the steps I've been in front of these steps, like so many times, um, they really lost like their, I don't know what the word would be. They just lost like that sense of like newness. I've walked up them, which is like, not as mm-hmm. fun. Cause that's like the art museum, which I think
0: yeah.
1: um, some people do not know, but you have to like walk up those stairs to like, enter the art museum so when you're you're just like going there to go to the art museum it's like this was a lot
0: (laughs) yeah that's yeah i guess yeah i can see how that would be a pain in the ass honestly
1: it is a lot of steps there is a back entrance um admittedly but
0: i feel like there's probably steps there too though
1: (laughs) are steps there's tons of steps but yes um no gray no gray sweatsuits really but the energy's there.
0: You're not punching sides of beef in a, in a freezer or anything like that? Not yet. not yet. Oh, well, maybe, I mean, that feels very like, to me, that feels very like Harvard, Columbia. So maybe in the next chapter of <laughs>
1: <life>. <laughs> We'll
0: see. So, um, I have to ask it's February 8th. Do you have any exciting Valentine's day plans?
1: Um, absolutely not. I was, you know, I was supposed to race this weekend. Um, It was like a Valentine's Day um, 5k race. I I haven't raced in like literally a year now, but that's canceled. Like Villanova has basically put on like a ton of new um, restrictions. Like we literally cannot leave campus unless it's like an emergency or to get food we're not allowed to have any guests or really do anything. So I'm just going to be vibing with my roommates. Um Who know? I mean, who knows where the night will lead, but I don't <laughs> <know>. um, <laughs> no, no big exciting plans.
0: Um, oh, well, anybody. I'm in the same boat. So no worries. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, it's, it's tough with COVID and everything, but yeah, I uh, also Valentine's Day is such like a made up holiday. It's it just yeah it's just hallmark and chocolate companies trying to take your money capitalism exactly so how did you um how did you start running because I remember I think it was my first summer at camp uh you were in my suite and you were a probably like a sophomore maybe at Southington
1: yeah I think I was.
0: That was a, that was a weird suite. I remember all the mattresses got pushed into one room and everyone slept on the floor. And I think somebody was like peeing in Gatorade bottles and yes, just, yeah,
1: um, I was a victim of that, but I think I, it was, I think it was my junior year going into my senior year. Cause I was only a camper for one year. Um, oh, wow. You were my suite person wait. that sound that was a weird phrasing but yeah accountant I, I was the
0: counselor in the suite yeah, yeah it was
1: both of our um first years I did not know that but yeah so I started running my sophomore year um in cross country I was basically recruited to the team because like my freshman year in like the gym mile or something I ran like I don't know, somewhere under 530. And I literally never run like in my life. And oh my know, God. The assistant coach was there and was like, that was like impressive for someone that doesn't run. Like, do you want to do cross country? And I don't I,
0: think I I don't think I ran a mile under 530 until I got to college.
1: Yeah. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? Like, why not? And so I started um the following fall and it was obviously a really good, a really good choice, but I wasn't very good for like most of high school I def- or all of high school, but um, I'm glad I got into it. I got really passionate about it, like mostly in like my junior year. And then I went to camp that summer, obviously. And then, um, yeah, and I still go there. And I ha- did not do my um, JCIT year, which was such a good choice in hindsight. Although I did miss a year of camp, which is sad, but the JCITs seem like so sad.
0: It's a tough, yeah, you just get like shanghai into like, having to like mix Gatorade and like yeah. lift heavy <laughs> objects
1: but yeah that's how I got into it a long journey a long journey it's been I guess it's been like seven years now almost eight I guess.
0: yeah I wow yeah it has been or wait do you mean at camp or just in general
1: no I just mean since I started running I only oh even- I've gone to camp, like, four years.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think camp is, I think this would be year six, maybe? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I know,
1: I'm hoping we can go this summer. I got so excited when they did that post.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. I literally yelled.
1: Yeah, I already, <laughs> <emailed> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be there all three weeks, like, write, write my name down.
0: I have not emailed them yet, just because I don't know, like... I've been like, been thinking about like a new job, maybe moving stuff like that. So I haven't like, I haven't emailed them yet, but also last time I was at camp, not so not last year, but the year before, uh, I emailed Mike like a week before and I was like, Hey, uh, cool. If I come up and he was like, yep. So I'm not
1: there, I will be severely disappointed.
0: I mean, even if I'm not there in an official like format, I will absolutely be there like I I there's no way I'm not going to like stop by and visit at least so um so what what uh what prompted you to take the club running route in college versus trying to be on a an NCAA team
1: yeah um in my senior year I like really wanted to run in college that was like really important to me at the time so I did do I did a couple of visits. I visited Sacred Heart. I did an official visit at Sacred Heart in Connecticut. And I also did one at St. Joe's, which is like another Philadelphia area school. Mm -hmm. Um, I also visited your school, Holy Cross. Um,
0: That's true. I remember you telling me about that. Like
1: on my 18th birthday, I believe I spent with- um,
0: With Jim Cavanaugh.
1: Yeah, so. And then I think when my acceptances started to come in and my options were like narrowing, like really the best schools, like I wasn't gonna be able to run at. I just wasn't good enough. And I feel like I was a much better student than I was athlete at the time. Probably perhaps perhaps still true, but, um, so I came to Villanova, um, I joined the club team. I ended up being in charge of the club team my sophomore year um see I was the president my sophomore year my junior year and then I handed it off um like about a semester and a half ago partially because of COVID and partially because I was like I'm gonna be a senior I'm applying to law school like this is a lot of like paperwork and like not fun stuff that I don't have to do
0: don't have time for that
1: yeah and like one of the underclassmen my friend Ethan was like really like passionate about becoming the president so I was like you know what like you just take it and I'll move right along um but yeah that's how I ended up in club running and I'm really like happy with how my college running like turned out for me I think it was it ended up being like the best thing for me so it's good
0: yeah I think like I have known a few folks who have run like done club running in college and Northeastern has a really big club team here in Boston and like I feel like all of the club running guys have like, they're, I mean, they, they have a really strong club team and they like, I feel like the flexibility of not having like the NCAA, you know, time commitments and having an athletic department that you're beholden to has like really allowed a lot of guys to flourish in ways that they wouldn't otherwise.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I agree. And I think that also like in club running, I feel like everyone everyone that attends practice like really wants to be there and like really wants to run. So I don't, you don't have those, like they're on the team and like can't get out of it. Like, and so that's like, I feel like there's just a really good energy to club running. Like everyone like is Mm -hmm. there because they like to run and think it's fun. So
0: that's actually a really good point. I never really thought about that in that way because yeah, when I was, when I was in school, we definitely had some guys on the team who like very clearly were over it. And, you know, they had probably really enjoyed running at one point, but at the time that we were there in school, he, like, you know, he, they, I don't know, them, (laughs) these folks (laughs) were not like, I don't know why I said he, that's so weird, but I wasn't thinking of one person in particular, but anyway, yeah, you could just tell that their heart wasn't in it anymore. And yeah, I think that's so, that's so interesting because yeah, if you are someone who shows up every day for that, then that, yeah, like you're there because you want to be there, not because you have a scholarship or because of like, you know, a sense of commitment or what have you. And like, I remember there was one kid who was on the team our freshman year and he literally stayed on the team until all the gear came in and then quit. So he took all the gear and then quit. And it was like, okay, so you were just here for the free stuff. Like, cool, I guess.
1: (laughs) That's funny, kind of. Also sad.
0: Yeah, I was <laughs> more, more sad than funny, honestly. So um, what do you think the future looks like for you? Are you gonna, are you gonna do some club running maybe at your next institution or are you gonna set out on your own? I know you're, I know you have a, a coach who's independent of uh, Villanova, so. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think next for me and running, I mean, I just really want to get into another marathon as soon as possible. I mean, I was supposed to run one like last spring and then this fall that was canceled. And then I had one planned for this spring. That's also been canceled. So I'm looking, if you know a race, I'm always (laughs) looking for a race. Um,
0: I do know a race actually, the, um, the rock and roll in the Nashville marathon is apparently going to be happening. And apparently The cutoff for the elite field is 227. So my roommate who is also a 229 marathoner is applying.
1: Stop, I might have to apply because they gave me, I think the Pittsburgh marathon cutoff was like something similar, like 227. And I emailed them and I was like, listen, like I ran 229 a year ago and like I am literally so much faster than I was then. Like, please let me in. And they were like, okay. And then they did. And they promptly canceled the race. So we'll see. But in terms of what I'm doing at my next college, I think I would probably be more interested in like running for a club that's like not affiliated with this school. I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking right now. Obviously, there's a lot of I'm going to either be in New York City or Boston. So I'm thinking of those both both those cities have obviously really good running clubs. So for sure. Yeah one of which you're a part of, honestly, so.
0: That's true. I, I, I remember it as soon as you said club, I was like, wait, we talked about this like at a decent length at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I think that's a good move for you. I also, I feel like at some point when you're like, you know, if you're like a second year law student and you're like 24, it, like being on a team with like a bunch of like 18 and 19 year old kids is sort of like, I mean, it's not that weird, but it's just, like, that's enough of an age gap that, like, there's, like, probably a distinct cultural difference in, like, the way that you guys relate to the sport.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like even now, with my running situation, more, like, from the athletic side of it, like, I'm just not really on the same page as, like, people, most of the undergraduate people in terms of, like, what my running goals are. I mean, I'm trying to be really good at the marathon and most of them are more worried still about like 5k, which like makes sense because yeah. we're grads, but that's just not something I'm interested in. And I haven't had anyone really to like train with, um, for those kind of longer events. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for, um, moving forward. So we'll see.
0: It's funny you say that because like all, I, not all the Northeastern guys, but like a lot of the Northeastern club running guys, all are marathoners. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. Well, hopefully uh, maybe we can be teammates at some point in the future. That would be exciting. Okay. So uh, I have 10 questions that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Okay. And there is a bonus 11th question. Should you choose to answer it? If you make it through 10 and you think that you're good and you want to, you want to go for the 11th. Um, Okay. So the first question is, what is your hometown?
1: My hometown is Southington, Connecticut.
0: Hmm, home of uh, noted, wait, hold on. I got to think of for a second. Noted Keene State, great, Lauren Perkowski. Yes. I had to think about that for a sec. For some reason, I wanted to say like, I don't know what I, I, I was going to say Franklin Pierce, but that's not where she went to school, so.
1: Now at UMass, thriving.
0: That's true now. And isn't she, she's doing public policy? Yes, she's doing MPP. There we go. I knew it. I'm good, man. I got it down. <laughs> um, we already talked. Second question is where do you go to school? Where have you gone to school? We already talked about that. So we can jump over that one. Third question, a little bit harder, might take some thought. What is your favorite song? Could be your favorite song of the moment. It doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite song of all time, but we do prefer favorite song of all time.
1: I think what I have, answered this question in the past. I used to always say, um, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston.
0: Um, that's a good one.
1: That's probably still true. Um, my favorite song of the moment I would say is either driver's license, um, which I love or, um, (laughs) right where you left me by Taylor Swift. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan.
0: That's true. I remember when we were in Vermont this summer, uh a lot of conversation about taylor swift was had
1: yes i do i love her um very much i'm very passionate about it as is lauren me and lauren are together in that
0: that's true i would i would classify both of you as taylor swift stands
1: yes i would self-classify as that as well so
0: so i would say i think my favorite song of the moment is probably uh, and this is something I, I discovered this in college when I had a radio show, believe it or not, but there is a group called the Havana Maestros and they are like a Cuban sort of like merengue salsa band. And they do a version of what you say by Jason Derulo. And it has like, it has like the actual vocals from Jason Derulo over this, like sort of like Cuban um I don't even really know how to describe it, but it's, it's sort of just like upbeat traditional Cuban music with Jason Derulo and it, it hits so hard <laughs> and I've been listening to it a lot lately. Um, okay. Favorite movie.
1: Oh my, I literally, I just got asked this yesterday and I said high school musical too, but I think that was just a lie because I couldn't think of anything. Um, <laughs> I do really like high school musical too. I literally have, like, amnesia when it comes to movies. I used to be obsessed with um, Avatar when I was a kid, like, the one with the blue people. I used to watch that movie Mm. literally, like, once a week. I was, like, obsessed with it.
0: (laughs) I've never actually seen that, believe it or not.
1: It's, like, a a well-spent two hours and 45 minutes, if you ask me. That's a Um, long movie. (laughs) It's a really freaking long movie. But I'd say that's probably... I'm just going to go with those...
0: Okay, I like that. Those are good. <laughs> I um, hmm. I've been rewatching Star Wars lately, and I have to say, like, I think maybe like the first uh, like Disney. Oop, I just knocked something over. Um, the first like Disney Star Wars movie, which I think is The Force Awakens, is like I just I loved that so much when it came out, and I love it now too because there's like all these like little nods to like the original Star Wars movies in them. And I just, I thought it was so great. And I know like a lot of people, you know, were like, "Mm, whatever, like it's not as good as the originals, Mm -hmm. but I I thought it was really nice and really well done. Um, Okay. So our next question is potentially a loaded question for you. Uh, What is your favorite shoe? Doesn't necessarily have to be a running shoe. Could be, we've definitely had people come on and say like Birkenstocks before. So
1: that is an intense question. I think... I'm gonna do two shoes. Um, my first, my favorite running shoe is the Bondi Bondi Six or Seven, really high cushion, keeps my little feet healthy and safe. Um, that's my favorite running shoe.
0: Yeah, those are certified thick boys. I had a I had a pair of those right before I joined the BAA and I was running in Bondi's. They're so good. I love them.
1: Um, and then other than that. Favorite pair of shoes. I mean, I wear my Air Force Ones, like, constantly. I'm wearing them right now, the all-white ones. I have such a basic shoe. Like, literally everybody and their mother has the Air Force One. But um, I guess that's it. I also have Doc Martens. Now I'm just listing every shoe. But I also (laughs) do, like, um, Birkenstocks, too. Okay, well, I think I've said five shoes, so.
0: That works. I mean, those are all great shoes. So I think I'm going to take your... um, Here, hold on. I'm just going to grab them because I don't, I guess they're sort of like Air Force Ones. I have these like Adidas. Okay. I don't know if you can even see them, them. but yeah, they're basically Air Force Ones, but they're, they're white. They're made out of, they're vegan. um, And they're made out of like 80% post-consumer recycled stuff. And uh, they were like a lot more expensive than the ones that weren't made out of recycled stuff, but better for the environment. And I think those those might be my favorite shoes right now. But yeah, they look a lot like Air Force Ones.
1: Yeah, they look like an Adidas equivalent.
0: Exactly, yeah. Okay, this is a tough one. Um, Elevator pitch. Describe yourself in five words or less. Bonus points if it's a coherent sentence.
1: Five words or less. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: oh my god
0: um yeah it's it's not easy i'm trying to think of mine right now and it's it's hard
1: i'm gonna say lots of fun period
0: is period a word
1: um yes because i had extra word
0: okay i'm
1: just gonna include it
0: lots of fun period yes i like that i agree that's very on brand you are lots of fun period (laughs) yeah um I think mine is I'm gonna I'm gonna say that mine is technically six words but it's working to be a I'm gonna say a doesn't count working to be a better me um
1: that is literally so much (laughs) like a better and deeper than what I said I mean,
0: last, last time, maybe not last time, but like maybe like two or three podcasts ago, I said something about cat treats. So like, (laughs) I swing wildly (laughs) on that one, but yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, just trying to, um, yeah, just trying to be a, a better me. I've definitely had some, like, had some personal hurdles lately and I just am, am trying to like, get my, get my stuff straightened out and just be the best me I can be. Love that. Thank you. Um, okay. Favorite race distance. I'm going to guess you're going to say the marathon.
1: Yes, that's, that's correct.
0: I figured very on brand. I think mine is maybe the 5k right now. Um, last week I said 3k, but I have just been thinking about, I ran this one 5k time trial in the fall and like had no expectations, just went in and I came like dangerously close to my PR, like running by myself, not looking at the watch. And I was like, Oh, I could you know, I could maybe, you know, <laughs> PR if I've, if I had actually been training. So I think I'm, I'm excited to hopefully like, it's been tough to run fast. I haven't really worked out at all this year um, yet, but I'm hoping once the weather gets better, I can, I can get in shape and maybe you're on a fast 5k. Love that. Um, okay. Who's somebody you want to shout out? Could be anyone.
1: Somebody I want to shout out. Um we kind of already shouted her out before. I'm gonna shout out Lauren Perkowski. Um haven't seen her in a while. Actually, that's I FaceTime her like literally every day. Um, so I guess I've seen her in that sense. She's great, she's fast, she's smart, she's woke. Um yeah, I'll just shout her out.
0: Yeah, she <laughs> really, really sort of checks all the boxes. Um
1: name a box she doesn't check.
0: Uh brunette she is not that yeah she's blonde but we love a blonde so um i love you guys's friendship it's so wholesome
1: oh my god thank you i love i just as well
0: yeah i just i don't know you guys just like every time i see you guys together it's just like i love that like that's that's energy that i need in my life um who am i gonna shout out I was reading uh, the other day about Joe Biden's COVID plan and how he wants to, he's going to try to pass a bill for stimulus checks, like even without Republican backing. So I'm going to say shout out Joe Biden. Cause our man, our man's, yeah, he's trying to do right by the American people. And I was also reading um, something about like, or maybe it was on NPR and I was like half listening to it because I was in the car, but I basically was, he was just saying like, you know, like uh, like black and like Hispanic communities are being vaccinated at like disproportionately lower rates. So he was saying something about like trying to start an initiative to like level the playing field more so. And also I feel, I think he passed a bill maybe um, that was focused like specifically on like businesses owned by people of color, like a small business stimulus package. So, yeah, he's he's doing he's doing a lot of things that I, I think are good and that our country needs right now. So
1: facts. I agree. I'm very critical of Joe Biden, um, but I do he, uh, he's much better than the previous. I just want more, I want more. <laughs> I always want more. I'm never satisfied, but I am happy about some of the stuff he's doing, so.
0: I yeah, do that. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't wanna get too overtly political um, and potentially, actually, you know what? If I alienate a couple listeners over this, that's gonna be okay. But I mean, I think like just about anything is better than what we add. Cause what we had was 10 pounds of shit crammed into a five pound bag.
1: So. He's no Bernie Sanders, but he's a step in the right direction.
0: That's true. But I mean, that's sort of the, you know, the, the trouble with somebody like Bernie is that because he is such a departure from what we are used to is that there are a lot of people who aren't just aren't ready for that yet. And yeah, I mean, I would have loved Bernie, but I, I don't know if the American public as a whole was necessarily ready for Bernie fair enough fair enough. yeah wow political debate on the podcast this is the first one um yeah that's this is a first for the underdogs podcast but we like it it's good change of speed um okay what do you think you could run for a 400 right now Oh my God. Not, not like, not like right this second. Like you can warm up, you can do drills if you want, maybe do a couple strides, but just all out 400.
1: Oh, I don't, it would definitely be over 60. I think I could maybe right, maybe right above 60. I don't know. My leg speed is literally horrible. Um, I'd say 60, around 60.
0: Wow. That's better than me. I think I, I don't know if I could, honestly, I, I think if I warmed up, and i was like you know did strides maybe like spiked up 66 maybe 67
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is not you would run faster than that
0: i mean like potentially if but
1: on like 4 what if you run like 416 414
0: 414 yeah
1: stop you can run 66 in your sleep
0: but see my thing is like if i don't use that speed i lose it Like there, there there've been times that I've been really fit and I've been able to like go and do a workout and run like, you know, like four by 800 at like, you know, 216 and then like two by 400 at the end of the workout and go like 60 flat. But like, if I don't use it, I, it, it just goes away really quick. And like, I can, I can still, I mean, right now I could probably like spike up and run maybe like a 28, 29, 200, but like the second i hit that 200 mark the wheels are just going to fall off and i'm going to limp home and my next 200 is going to be like a 36 <laughs> so fair so yeah maybe i don't know we'll see i i would like to this is something that i have been saying for a couple of years now going back to the winter of like 2019 2020 i've been saying to myself that i want to run a good 800 because when i was in college uh i ran 158 and i really like that was pretty early in the season i didn't like get to go to our championship meet or anything i think at our actually at i did run at our championship meet but i ran the dmr and i think i ran like 307 308 or something in the 1200 and then i got hurt outdoors and i ran like too flat like every week cuz i was hurt but i i really thought that i could have run probably like 156 maybe if i like tried a little better and was healthier um and i mean i've only i've only gotten faster so who knows maybe i could i'm definitely never going to be like a 150 guy but maybe i could like you know exactly yeah maybe i could like pull like i don't know like a 155 out of my ass maybe so maybe that'll be my 2021 goal okay the 10th and final question unless you want the 11th question um what is the thing you're most excited about outside of running right now?
1: Probably probably my law school stuff, I'd say I'm most excited about. I'm really um, eager to know what Harvard's going to say and then move forward with deciding on what my next steps are going to be. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say.
0: Understandably so. I would be a little worried if you weren't surprised about that. I will say, and I hope this doesn't sway your opinion, but uh, Columbia has really cool graduation uh, gowns with, like, the, they have the little crown, and they're, like, blue and stuff. I don't know. I've always, just, I've always thought they're cool.
1: Something to consider. Something to consider.
0: Um. Oh, geez. I wonder what I – I, like, don't even know what I'm most excited about outside of running right now. Um. I guess maybe yesterday was the Super Bowl. And, uh, the Buccaneers won, and I'm not like a huge football fan, but I have all, like, I've, I've sort of been following the Patriots for, you know, I mean, I grew up in new England. So like, I've always been following the Patriots, but I just thought it was really cool to see Tom Brady, like put it together in his first year with a new team. And, and just like, I mean, the man really is just like a, an absolutely generational athlete. So it was really cool to see him do that.
1: Yeah. That's so, right. yeah um I watched <laughs> it as well i'm personally like i have like a vendetta against tom brady for no reason i just love to hate tom brady i literally was watching and i was like i don't care about football at all but i do care about tom brady losing and then he's <laughs> lose and so i was like all right well i'll just go back to not caring
0: so um, what what's your beef with him
1: i just like i don't know i don't is like it, his energy at all
0: is it that he kisses his kids on the mouth
1: it's partially that. That's definitely not, not a factor.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't really like, I don't know. I don't know. I think I just been embedded in me. I think, cause my, I think my dad, my dad's like really into football and like does not care for Tom Brady at all. And I think that just like,
0: just rubbed a, off on you. Yeah. It's, um, it's actually, it's funny you say that because um. there I saw a TikTok the other day and there's this lady, I'm just going to see if I can pull it up. I know I liked it. Um, How do you see what you've liked?
1: It's like over to the right once you go to your profile.
0: Oh yes, here we go. Um, Oh, maybe I didn't like it. Maybe I followed her. I have two followers on TikTok, Jordan. This is huge.
1: Exciting.
0: I've never even made a TikTok.
1: We love an audience.
0: Uh, Here we go. Her her name is Jax Writes Songs, spelled J-A-X. And she made she she does these like little humorous songs, and so she's got this video of her like dressed up as Tom Brady, and she's like singing to herself in the mirror, and like
1: I, I saw that that was on yeah. my page.
0: Yeah, and she like and then like her boyfriend leans in and like is pretending to be the son, and she's like don't worry like don't worry, dad, you're gonna do great, and she like turns and like kisses him on the mouth like very sensually. <laughs> yeah, I don't love that he kisses his kids on the mouth, but he seems like a good guy, and like. I will say one thing that really rubbed me the wrong way was like, I remember back in like 2015, he was a a Trump guy Mm -hmm. Um, and like him and Trump were like buddies. I think, I think they like played golf together and stuff. And I remember that like later after that, he sort of spoke out against Trump, but not really, I thought given that, you know, captain of a sports team that's most people of color mm-hmm. um so yeah that I mean I'd, i don't know I'm torn i I like him, and I'm glad that he you know has seen continued success, but I do have some, some sort of qualms about his but yeah, I don't know it was it was it was nice to see a familiar face in the super Bowl after what for all accounts is amounted to a pretty tough year for Patriots fans. <laughs> so, all right. Do you want the 11th question?
1: I do. I run I it very badly.
0: In fact. Okay. This is a tough one. Um, what is, in your opinion, a cover song that is better than the original? Um, I can go first if you want. I have one.
1: No, I have one that comes to mind, um, and I, I really, really love Dolly Parton, but Whitney's version of "I Will Always Love You" is just better than Dolly oh,
0: version. Yeah, that's that's very fair. I don't it, often. Yeah,
1: I didn't even know. I didn't even know that it was
0: not Dolly a Whitney song. Houston song. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's. I think that proves it right there. I had no idea it wasn't her song. So I think that would be it for
0: me. That's very true. Cause yeah, I was, I was just about to say, I don't think of that as a Dolly Parton song. I think of it as a Whitney Houston song. And yeah, I think that is a really great way to say like, yeah, if you, if you can't even name the original artist, it's funny you say that too, because the the one, the one that I was gonna say um, is son of a preacher man by aretha franklin which is originally by dusty springfield which like i did not even know until i was probably like 23 24 yeah. and like that's a song that like i like grew up on and just like i mean i love aretha franklin she's i mean she she was the queen of soul
1: but have you heard jan from the office's rendition of son of a preacher man
0: i haven't watched the office in quite a while should I, wait is this is this like jen is this in the office or is this something that happened it's outside? It's the office.
1: It's really clean.
0: I- How did I miss this? I'm going to have to watch that tonight. Is it? Is it electric? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Okay. I love must- that. Huh. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. I'm having a hard time imagining that. I Wow. I I don't remember that in the slightest, but also I think... I watched the entirety of the office, like sort of over winter break my freshman year of college. So that was like six, seven years ago at this point. So it's been a while. Yeah. Um, it's
1: been there, I promise.
0: Okay. I'm going to Google it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's sort of everything I had for you today. Do you have anything else you want to want to share with the listeners?
1: No, I mean, um
0: Life rate Advice.
1: The, rate the podcast, um, comment. It really helps promote the podcast. Um,
0: <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to be saying.
1: Uh, don't rate it unless you're rating it high. Um
0: yeah, don't, don't rate it unless you're gonna give us five stars.
1: If you hated it, go to sleep and think about um why you hate joy. Um yeah, that's all I can think of.
0: I love that. No, any any sage words of wisdom for the uh for the the listeners
1: words of wisdom um i'm not very wise um i don't know try your best um do what you can it's not that serious um take a chill pill sleep eight hours a night at least
0: hell yeah i yeah i'm that last one especially i don't drink coffee i think you know this but yeah, I don't drink coffee, so I need my eight hours. Yeah, I
1: need my eight hours and I drink like six cups a day. So <laughs> no matter who you are, eight hours at least.
0: Actually, wait, funny anecdote. I remember we we were in Vermont and we were in the middle of nowhere and we went to do a tempo run. or And I guess it was more of a workout because we did like two by three miles and we finished and you had not had coffee yet that day. And it was like 10 in the morning. And we are like, okay, we we need to find a Dunkin' Donuts. And we drove like 40 minutes because the nearest Dunkin' Donuts we could find was like on, like, we we didn't really have any service because we were out in the middle of nowhere. And we drove like 40 minutes and we get to this Dunkin' Donuts, so-called Dunkin' Donuts. And it's a, it's a freaking gas station with like, they don't even, it's not even a Dunkin' Donuts. It's, like, they have, like, two, like, carafes of warm coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, you were, like, this will not cut it.
1: <laughs> literally, that was horrible. And then, like, everyone in there, like, looked like they wanted to, like...
0: Yeah, like, kill us.
1: <laughs> they run us over with a, a truck.
0: Yeah, they looked like they wanted to, yeah, they looked like they wanted to, like, kidnap us and, like, cut off our skin and hang it in their closet. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrifying i didn't i was not happy being inside that <laughs> duncan that air quote duncan donuts
1: oh that was such an ordeal
0: it really was a little
1: was reward
0: yeah and i mean f- we drove for quite a while too and we were on like i remember we were both like sweaty exhausted hadn't really had anything to eat it was like hot as hell and we we're driving on dirt roads in my little like sport hatchback that's like three inches off the ground. So there's just rocks just going ding, 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 off the bottom of the car the whole time. Uh, oh, good times. They, Fun were. Memories. they were. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, as Jordan said, make sure to like and leave a review. Wait, like rate, rate the podcast and leave a review on Apple podcasts. Um, and yeah, thank you so much to the listeners for being members of the Runderdogs community. And until next time, stay healthy and stay hungry.